Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, today I'm here with Linus from Galantis. Yay! <laughs> So you were born in Stockholm, right? That's correct. I was born in Stockholm, but I was raised up in Sundsvall, actually, oh. which is in the middle parts of Sweden. It's actually the middle part of Sweden. Yeah. And so what age did you move out of Stockholm? Uh, I was five years old. Wow. So yeah. you barely even remember too much, right? Yeah. Well, we, we went all the time down to Stockholm, and uh, but it was kind of... Uh, you know, it's a different vibe to where we were going. We we're more closer to like the, it's like the Swedish Alps almost. Oh you know? wow! Yeah. And how would you describe yourself back then, like growing up? Well, <laughs> I think I was a handful. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was everywhere and nowhere at the same time. So uh, I really loved, uh, you know, to, to try everything that I could try. You so and Christian are really similar. Oh, really? <laughs> he said yeah. the same thing. Oh wow. Yeah. Did a lot of did a lot of different like you know, snowboard a lot of snowboarding, a lot yeah. of skateboarding, a lot of a lot of that. Played some sports and stuff, but yeah, I got into music quite early, so I think that kind of was my little safe place. You yeah. Know? You got into it was it through your parents or? Not really. I mean, my dad was in a choir, so uh, I was hanging out at his rehearsals and like sleeping under the under the oh, chair wow. which he was standing on. So, so I, I was I got into choir music quite early. Interesting. But, but that was just uh, I don't know if that if that really colored my hmm. my upbringing with music. It, it was I don't know how I got into it really more than that. It was a feeling of. Uh, complete you know where time stopped where wow. I, I was uh, in this in my little bedroom he just you know either playing drums or or doing uh, you know beginnings of like early tracks and stuff yeah. like that. yeah and for all the like drums and other instruments um was that something that your parents gave you lessons and you asked for lessons or uh well yeah i actually got kicked out of music school because i didn't <laughs> do the homework i just wanted to i just wanted to to play, you know, like more like rock heavy, heavy metal type of drums when I was 11. But so my teacher didn't want that. So yeah, I got got kicked out. And yeah. then then it was kind of like a few years in, maybe five, six years later, that's when I started, you know, doing my homework. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they let me stay, yeah. let me stay in the school. That's so all. you went to a music specialized school at a young age? Yeah, well, uh, I, uh, it was like my high, the high school program was music. So when I went to, through high school, I only did that. And oh, I, so you choose such a, at such a young age, you already specialized. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. So uh, uh, I started, this is not recommended, but I started skipping a lot of other classes just to, to practice. Because mm -hmm. I wanted to become like a, I was actually, had my, my goal set to be a jazz drummer. Yeah, yeah, you were into time. really like soul and jazz and yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what about jazz did you love at that age? I don't know. It was, 
it, it was kind of it went hand in hand. I thought with what I liked. I liked I listened to a lot of instrumental like hip hop stuff. They they called it trap hop yeah. back then, and, and, and for some me, the weird down tempo stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and 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 I, I, you know, I started to dig deeper and and really look into where the samples came from, and it came from, you know, a lot of like Miles Davis records and all these different. Uh, artists and I, I really enjoyed enjoyed listening to that stuff as well. So, yeah. so I got caught up in jazz. Yeah. <laughs> what careers um, were your parents in? Um, my mom was like a social worker, mm -hmm. and uh, dad was uh, he he worked at a cultural department, and uh, and uh, so for the government or yeah for the government. Yeah. Yeah. How, but they've always been like super supportive of you doing music. Yeah, yeah, wow. no, totally. I mean, we had like paper thin walls in the in the in our house, and uh, you know they could hear the drumming. Actually, the whole street could hear the drumming. And in the first years, it wasn't really that good. So yeah. the neighbors were pretty honest about that. <laughs> pretty honest. Yeah, it's like four oh years in, they they dropped the, the note saying that yeah, it's finally getting a little bit better. So. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. that's so funny! Yeah, that wow. Good. And you also DJed like your was it school disco, like yeah. playing drum and bass and stuff. How do you know that? You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, every third song was like, first it was Jennifer Lopez and uh, New Kids on the Block. Then you throw some, some real heavy drum bass in there. Yeah, what was their reaction? Just, Were they, that was just enough to not get then? fired, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that was their job? Yeah. Oh, yeah. how long were you like a school DJ? Uh, it was actually like, we have a pretty pretty cool setup in Sweden where, where uh, there's these kind of community houses it's kind of hard to it sounds lame when you try to explain it but everybody go can go there and there's always like a big disco at every uh, you know every weekend so that I was sounds playing, kind of uh, crazy. playing those, <laughs> those parties it was a good school because you were standing there for like four hours and well if they wouldn't dance then you you wouldn't keep the yeah. gig. yeah so. at what age were you doing all that uh, I started when I was 15 the first first time yeah but, but then so you ball the equipment and then you taught yourself DJing actually I didn't oh. I, I never owned the equipment uh, uh, never had a turntable uh, turntables I had but but I didn't have any CD CDJs or anything so I borrowed that from some friends and oh well. so you had a group of friends that were all music people and was all interested in DJing and everything yeah 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 mm -hmm. we were it was like a smaller hip-hop community in in the city I lived in and we uh, we uh, we just hung out and you know it was kind of like a little click thing yeah. going on. It was cool. How did you transition from like all your I guess like trip hop phase to the music after that? I feel like it's all been blending together. I remember mm -hmm. when I got into techno, like it really got into techno. Was that I heard some a Plastic Man album. I don't know if you, mm. you know him, Plastic Man, yeah. Richie Horin. So yeah, I was listening to that, and I was like, maybe, maybe this four, four to the floor thing is, could be something for me, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. That's when I started making techno, and that's when Style Wild was born. And you've seen it all kind of like when when you first started putting out music, did you use it under like a different name? Yeah, Style Wild. Yeah, mm. and it was just like kind of interesting because you've seen the whole like progression from like records to like streaming is it difficult for you to like understand or like it's moving so quickly yeah well i i don't know it's it it's not the i i just always try to focus on on making music and 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 doing that you know 
which I'm good at, and leave the rest to the record labels and all mm -hmm. that. So, because uh, if you stare, you know, if you look at sales and look at streaming and all that, too, I think it's kind. I mean, it's interesting to see the numbers, but then it's kind of like it can take away the the real fun of making music. Right. Yeah. It was never the. It's never my my main purpose to to. Uh, you know, sell a lot of records. But mm -hmm. I guess that can happen if you just, you know, trust your own ears. Yeah. What What did you see in Christian that you were like, okay, we got to be in a duo? <laughs> well, I think you 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 said it a little bit. It's, we we have we share the same type of energy, and mm -hmm. and uh, that's when when you find someone like that in the studio, and it's it's very very easy to 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 have fun and to make something. Uh, something that that you really feel special to you. Yeah, so, yeah. It, it's a uh, it's a very it's a love having him as a partner. Yeah. <laughs> How has the Galantis music changed from the very early tracks that you first put out? <laughs> well, at first we we stepped away from songwriting and we we really just wanted to go, you know, see what. Us two together would sound like on a dance floor. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if we should even count those tracks as as part of it, but they mm -hmm. are a part of it. And it's, but yeah, it's it's definitely become we become more and more, you know, free in what we do. I feel, and uh, we also have a. It's it's kind of like a platform where we we know when it's a Galante song that we're yeah. working on. You know. Can you describe the first show that you did as Galantis? Coachella, 2014. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was pretty insane. Damn. Actually, we were very nervous and uh, did not know what to expect. And, mm -hmm. You know, it was really two weeks, yeah, two weeks in from when we released the first That's first crazy. music. Yeah, yeah. Songs like Smile and You and all those. Like there was mm -hmm. a couple of tracks there. Yeah, and well. People sang it back to us on the, the stage, so yeah, it was a, wow. it was a good, good show. Can you describe what an unlimited budget Galantis show would look like? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hard. That's really hard. But maybe, maybe I would put a giant aviary on stage on every oh, show. Oh, that so Fill cool. it with, fill it with birds, like from even like prehistoric birds, and you know, just open up the gates and let them all fly out. That you know? sounds amazing. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, <laughs> okay, cool. someone Bring has to some... listen to this and do that with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How have you grown as a person since uh, Galantis? Uh, well, I think I'm better at taking, you know, taking responsibility for all the details. I learned a lot from, you know, touring with Christian and being in the studio with Christian that even the s smallest details are are uh, so important for the mm -hmm. for the outcome of, of the music and also the you know, everything around it so um, I think that's that's something that I for sure didn't have when I was just on my own I didn't I didn't question myself as much much as I do now which is mm. good because it keeps keeps you alert you know keeps you want to progress and you know we want to push it keep on pushing it forward yeah what have been your biggest struggles so far 
uh, we galantis and touring mm -hmm. or just in general I think yeah, in general I think you know at times we it's kind of like uh, it's hard to just stop and look around you and 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 see what's actually going on mm -hmm. you know because we get you get it's easy to get carried away when it's when it's just like this constant yeah traveling constant uh, of, it's like a noise around you so but I think I'm getting better at that just just you know press pause and look around me and and enjoy it because it's it's once in a lifetime, you know? It's pretty cool. Yeah, and in what ways has it been difficult, like balancing family and this? Um, that's, that's always about like how present you are when you're there, mm -hmm. and what, you know? Because if, if you pretend to be somewhere else when, you, when you're uh, home or whatever, that's, that's the tricky part. Yeah, last question. What do you want Galantis to be remembered for? Ooh. Well, I guess, I guess I w I'd like for Galantis to be remembered for actually trying and, you know, for trying to push the, the envelope, trying mm -hmm. to push it forward and not just presenting safe cards, both on stage and in, in our records. We yeah. Wanna, yeah, we want to keep pushing it. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Bye.